0: of the Christian faith and the honor of our king and country, a voice to to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia, do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another. This is from the Mayflower Compact from November 11, 1620. Now we spoke about this the other night on Wednesday. I read all sorts of history From that, and we learned a whole bunch of things about the the Mayflower Compact. I have a hard time saying that for some reason. I always want to say Mayflower Compact, but that's not what it is. The Mayflower Compact. And that's from November 11th, 1620. That was a different uh, calendar at the time. But that's what it's from. Over half of the settlers died before the winter's end due to a lack of shelter, starvation, and diseases like scurvy. However, by persevering in prayer, and with the help of Native Americans at the time, the remaining settlers planted crops and reaped a sufficient harvest to carry them through the second winter in the new world. And despite all their hardships that they had, and they had a lot, despite all their hardships, the pilgrims were grateful to God, and they declared, A three-day feast that started on December the 13th, 1621. To thank God for his favor and to celebrate with and to thank their Indian friends. That's what Thanksgiving was all about. And they did this almost every year, but it wasn't necessarily every year. And it started that year, 1621. It was to thank God even though they had lots of hardships, lost a lot of their loved ones. Nowadays we, we uh, pitch a fit if one little thing goes out of, out of order to our plans. But they were thanking God for the good, the bad, and the ugly, for every little thing. They were thanking God that they were there. So in 1621, the very first Thanksgiving holiday was celebrated by the Plymouth settlers, also known as pilgrims in Massachusetts. This is what happened. They're being grateful, thankful. Nowadays, when we're thankful or grateful, oftentimes it's more about emotion than what it ought to be. But being thankful and grateful is a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. And so the title of today's sermon is Thoroughly Thinking Thankfully. Thoroughly Thinking Thankfully. It's hard to do that sometimes, to think thankfully, especially when hardship is upon us. What difficulties are upon us when the mood all around us is difficult? when we've made a lot of mistakes in our life. When our family is going through a hard time, perhaps there's sickness in our family. Or the people that we love are leaving us. It's hard to be thankful. Hard to be very thankful and to be thankful about being thankful. It's hard to do that. It's very hard to be thoroughly thankful when you feel like you're about to lose the ones you love. Or when the country that we live in is all very ungodly. It's hard to keep yourself intact and on track and be thankful to the Lord. It seems like everywhere you go, everything is trying to point to another direction, to point to being unthankful to God. To point to all the things going wrong. Why does God allow this to happen? Why is it that all these things are going wrong in my life? Why, 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 why? Is it my fault? Maybe. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. But why, why? It's hard to be thankful during these times. But we should be thankful. Even the hardest of times. Many times I talk about going through hard times. I talk about it because it's very important to remember. I repeat these things every year about being thankful but we need to be thankfully, thankful thoroughly in our lives. We need to be. So we need to be thankful for the blessings of God. And that's not so difficult when we're going through blessings, when we've received a raise or reward at at our job, or when we get more money back in our taxes or whatever it might be. And It's like, shut up, pastor. We don't get that anymore. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. But, but. When those good things are happening, or when you've suddenly found a little bit of extra money in your sock drawer, or whatever it might be, or you felt, you forgot that you had a little extra food stocked away or whatever in the back of the refrigerator, you know what I'm talking about. Something happens and you forgot about it. Something extra good. There's a blessing, an extra blessing, and you forgot all about. Or you didn't you maybe you weren't aware of it. And then that nice. Isn't that nice? That's real nice. Those are thankful we're thankful for those blessings from God. But you know, the, just being alive is a blessing from God. It really is. You're not aware of that whenever you're fight, when you're not fighting for your life. But folks, take it from someone who's had to fight for his life many, 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 many times. Now, I am not for one minute suggesting that we hope for people here to be fighting for their life so that they'll be thankful. No, you know, people used to always say, "Hey, just look at other people and all they go through." Then you'll be thankful. No, 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 no. But we should be thankful even for the good and the bad and all the other things. So we need to be thankful for the blessings of God. What does it say in the book of Psalms, or the book of Psalms, through Psalm 95, verse 2 and 3? It says this, Let us come, let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. That means singing. This is why it's so great to see. I love when we start off church, right? Singing hymns, praising his name. It's wonderful to praise his name, isn't it? To praise his name, being thankful, singing to him. Because it says in verse 2, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Verse 3, for the Lord is great. He is a great God and a great king above all gods. All those false gods out there. He's above all of them. He's great. 1 Chronicles 1634. Oh, what does it say in 1 Chronicles 1634? I love 1 Chronicles. I really do. It says in 1 Chronicles 1634. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Isn't that a good one? I love that one. I love it. And I love it. And I say it a lot. We'll say it together now. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His. That's right. That's right. I was waiting to hear y'all. I was waiting to hear you. His love in our mercy. His love endures forever. Remind yourself of that every day when you're going through difficulties. Remind yourself of that. It endures forever. I know it doesn't, it's not easy to remember when it feels like everything's going wrong. Oh my goodness, I got to get my car fixed again. Oh my goodness, I owe more. Oh my goodness, another doctor bill. Oh my goodness. But remember, God is with you. He is with you. And I don't want to rub this in your face when people say, well, it could be worse. You know, that's always awfully easy to say when you're on the sidelines looking in. It's like when people are watching a football game. Oh, that stupid so-and-so, he could have caught that ball. Really? Where's your hands in the whole ordeal? You know, people love to diss Patrick Mahomes and other people when they're not playing the game. Listen, those people are good. You forget how good till you go back and watch uh, old highlights of Steve Bono and people who can never catch the ball, throw the ball, do anything right. We are blessed to have the team we have, and I'm only saying that to say this. It's awfully easy to sit on the sidelines of other Christians when you're not in their life. Pray for your Christian brothers and sisters. Pray for the other people. Help them. Be with them. Strengthen them. No, I'm not saying be with them when they're out of God's will. And say, keep on sinning. I'm not saying that. But pray for them that God will help them to get out of that. Don't condemn them and kick them in the teeth, especially when they have pretty teeth like me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, that whenever your Christian brothers and sisters are going through hard times, be there for them. That's what they need. That's what they need. 1 Chronicles 29, 13. Oh, it's another beautiful one. 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 13 tells us, Now therefore, our God, we give you thanks and praise your, we and praise your glorious name. We need to thank God, thank him. You know, people use the phrase, thank God all the time. Oh, thank God. Thank God I'm out of my job right now. Thank God. No, thank God you have that job. Thank God you have that job. Thank God, literally, that you have that family. Thank God I have a day off from watching the kid. No, thank God you have those babies. How about those poor people that lost that job? How about those poor people that can't have children and pray to God to have them? Now, I know you don't literally mean it. I know that. But we need to think through thoroughly for how blessed we are. Be careful about using God's name. Be careful about the things we say. We need to thank God, literally, about the things we do have before we get ridiculous about what we say. In Psalm 7, Psalm 7 verse 17, Oh, I love this one. I will thank the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. Oh, we should sing praises to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Hallelujah. We can praise his righteousness. Hallelujah. He is righteous. He is holy. He is just. He is good. He never makes a mistake. Not ever. Even whenever he allowed us to be born, (laughs) he never makes a mistake. People say, but wait a minute, wait a minute, what about Hitler? He let Hitler be born, he let Joseph. he didn't make the mistake, Hitler did. He didn't make the mistake, others did. Come on now. But wait a minute, God created the angels. He created Lucifer, well that wasn't his real name, but he created the devil. No, God created an angel. That angel chose to do wrong. It wasn't God who made the mistake, it was them. Remember that now, come on. So we need to think thoroughly through your life. Think thoroughly, think it through now. Think it through, that's what thoroughly means, think it through. Think thoroughly through your life. Look back at all the countless blessings. You remember that song? Count your blessings, name them one by one. That's right, count your blessings, need what God has done. Count your many blessings, I love where they put that in. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Oh, we go through our life and we start thinking, i got nothing. I've got nothing. I've got nothing good in my life. But if we just shut our mouths, this is why I'm always saying, shut up you. I say it to me. I say it to you. Okay. I don't come up to you and say, shut up you. I wouldn't do that. That's a truth. But you know what? So oftentimes I see people whining and dying. But here's the thing. We whine and dine our poor little selves. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have the time to lament. We all do. But sometimes we need to tell ourselves be quiet and go to God. Everybody has a moment to whine and dine ourselves with, with poor little men. But we need to go to the Lord, and lament to Him so that He can remind us through the Holy Spirit, you're right, child. You're right. You're having a hard time. You can lament all you want. but..." Don't go out loud and whine and dine to the people on Facebook or the internet. Don't go doing that. You know why? It doesn't look good. It makes it look like you're a spoiled brat. It makes it look like you're complaining about me. Remember, remember when I blessed you with that vehicle? Okay, so the vehicle's not always perfect. Guess what, vehicles break down. That's a part of life. But remember when you said, God, I need a car and I blessed you with it. You remember when he said you need a house and I blessed you with the house? Okay, so it needs maintenance. Okay, so the plumbing's not always perfect. Okay, but I blessed you with it. You remember when you were so alone? You're so alone. And you needed someone, and I blessed you with your husband. I blessed you with your wife. Okay, so he's not perfect. Okay, so sometimes he don't always smell so good. Okay, so your wife isn't the best cook in the world. Okay, so she has gray hair. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. We could go on and on. This is an imperfect world. But he's the perfect God who blessed us. Amen. And we should think, thankfully, that God gave us these blessings. Amen. Okay, so you don't have the perfect pastor. But I do my best. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. The fact of the matter is, God has given us so much, and we're not always thankful for it. There's times I want to whine and whine and dine. Oh, my knees hurt. Oh, my head hurts. Oh, and then God says, "Yes, but I blessed you with this ability. Help. Yes, but I blessed you with medication to help you with your pain. Yes, you're right. You're in terrible pain. Yes." but I'm with you even when you can't talk to anyone else there in Caesars. I'm with you and I help you through that. And you know what I do? I shut up and I keep on going. Yes, but I blessed you with your mother to help you with these things. You may not be able to drive, but you have a wonderful Morgan Freeman mama who can drive you around. That's like driving Miss Daisy. I don't look near as good in Miss Daisy's clothes, but I do my best. My whole point is this that God blesses us with things that don't seem like a blessing but they are a blessing they are so we need to think that thoroughly Psalm 107 verse 1 Psalm oh, oh oh I'm sorry I skipped Psalm 106 verse 1 and Psalm 107 verse 1 are nearly the same I love them Psalm 106 so here's what I say about counting all the blessings so we can reminisce we can reminisce I like to reminisce I like to re- I'm not talking about living in the past no 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 Don't live in the past, but you can reminisce for for a minute, realistically, we could be realistically religious. In other words, in our mind, we can have a vision, have the vision of what God's given us. So in Psalm 106, verse one, it says, praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. See, see. And then in Psalm 107, verse one, remember the, the word mercy, love. Love, love endures forever. Psalm 107, verse 1, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, His mercy, His love endures forever. See how it's said over and over again? Because it's true. It's true. And Colossians 4.2, Colossians 4.2, this is a good one. It's a real good one. When you need to think thoroughly about what you go through, go to God in prayer. Go to God in prayer. Colossians 4.2, continue in prayer and be watchful with thanksgiving. What does it mean? Thanksgiving is more than just a meal in November. It's to be thankful, giving thanks unto God. Give thanks unto God. By the way, men, men, give thanks to your wife for all that she does. Women, give thanks to the men, your husbands, whoever, who help you so much. If you have a brother, a husband, a son, whoever, who helps you with your car, give thanks to them. Oh, I do, I do my own way. That, okay, fine. But once in a while, just say thank you. Just be there for it. It's nice. It's good. It's mannering. Be there for the people who are there for you. Be thankful. Because I've known some people, especially in the younger generations, I'm sorry if I sound so rude to young. I don't mean to. I'm thankful for them, too. I have friends who are always there for me and help me the things that I don't have gifts in. I have a good friend who, who helps me Uh, when it comes to digital things. I'm not very good with computers at all. In fact, he's back there right now. Always helping me with computer stuff and other things because I just don't have that gift. I have other friends who help me with other gifts. They're just very helpful with it. I have a brother who helps me with musical things. I have other brothers and other sisters and other things who can help me with all sorts of things that help me with that. I'm very thankful for that. I think it's good to be thankful. Good to be thankful. My mother helps me with a lot of things. I'm thankful for that. And uh, we should be thankful. Always thankful. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. We should be thankful to God always. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We can look back into our life thoroughly, and we can have peace. We can have peace. We have peace because we have Jesus Christ with us. When we look back, and we look back at all things, we can have peace. It's the peace that passes all understanding. We can have peace when we look back. We can have peace because Jesus is with us always. So we can think, thankfully, through the good times. And that's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. It's not difficult to think, thankfully, It's hard to say think and thankfully for me. Maybe I'm the only one, I don't know. But think thankfully, I always had a speech impediment. It is very difficult for me to say think and think. Think, think. Think thankfully through the good times. Not that hard. Some can't see the silver lining. All they see is the black bloom. I know some people who want to sing like that little Winnie the Pooh song. I'm just a little rain cloud. But we're not to be like that. What does it say in Psalm 118, verse 24? Psalm 118, verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're singing a song in your head. You will rejoice and be glad in it and be glad in it because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And that's true. And it's not hard to be thankful when all is well. But you know, it should be every day. It should be every day that we're thankful. Not just during the good times, but all of the time. All of the time. Yes, we should be thinking thankfully through the hard times. Now that's much harder to do. When it seems like all is going against us, it's difficult to think thankfully. But we need to. And it says in Hebrews, chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. 28 through 29. Now this is right after my favorite chapter. And Paul, or whoever it was who wrote it, and I believe it was Paul, but it says, he's speaking to the Jewish, those of Judaism, who believed you could lose your salvation because you earned it yourself, they thought. He says, therefore, since we have received a kingdom that cannot be moved, let us be gracious by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence. A godly fear for God is a consuming fire. We should be so gracious because nobody can pluck you out of God's hand. I'm thankful every day. I know I'm not perfect. I'm not, far from. But, folks, I am thankful and gracious every day, even in the hard times, because nobody, nobody, nobody can pluck me out of God's hand. The Lord God gave me a song this last week about how nobody can take me out of God's hand. And that is, it, it, it just brings uh, joy. And I'll talk about it coming up soon. It brings joy through the cackles of my heart, knowing that I'm going to be okay, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay, because I am the ha- in, I'm in the hands of God, and nobody can take me out of that. Not a soul can take me out of the hands of God. Oh, that makes me so happy. No matter during the hardest of times, God is rocking me. He's rocking me back and forth and keeping me safe and secure. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter four. Second Corinthians, chapter four, 15 and 16. Remember when those hard times come, and they're going to come. There is going to be days you're not going to want to get out of bed, folks. I was sick this week and there are some days I didn't get out of bed very much at all. You know what it's like when you have a fever and there's other days that I don't have fever, but boy, I don't feel like getting out of bed. And I'll say, get up. You're getting up. You're going to praise the Lord God and you're going to read the Bible. And you're going to pray unto the Lord. And you know what happens? Boom! I start being happy and getting my mind right. No matter what the hard times are, the Lord God's with me. And He's with you. What does it say Second 2 Corinthians 4, 15 through 16? All these things are for your sakes, so that the abundant grace through the thanksgiving of many might overflow to the glory of God. For this reason, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day." Okay, our bodies are not perfect. Every day we're getting older. Now, please don't throw tomatoes at me when we leave. If you think that I'm insulting you and insulting your looks, or your physical appearances, or your physical feelings, I'm not. I'm just telling you the truth. You're getting older. I'm getting older. I feel weak. Nearly five years ago, the doctor told me I had the body of a 67-year-old. Now, you put that plus five, that means I've got the body of an 82-year-old. The doctor told me that. Folks, I was just a little over 40 at the time when they told me that. They told me that I, I wanted to spit in their eye, but I didn't. I said, okay. That didn't make me feel too good, let me just tell you. It didn't make me feel too good at all, but I accept it. My body's not that healthy, and that's irritating. However, my spiritual body feels great, and I'm gonna keep on keeping on, and I'm not gonna let anything, okay, so I have to use a cane, so I try to do it with joy. Okay, so I may feel like an old man, but I'm not. In the spirit, I'm young, and I'm happy, and I'm dancing, and I'm gonna keep on dancing. I may not have any rhythm, but in the spirit, I'm dancing. And I'm going to keep on dancing. And you can too. And when we all get to heaven, we're going to have rhythm galore. You're going to look better than footloose. <laughs> I promise you. So we need to think. And how are we to think? How do we think thankfully? That's hard to do sometimes. When you're covered with people around you, remember, be careful who you're with and what you're with, what you're watching. What you're listening to? Whether that be movies, music, news, be careful. Be careful with the company you keep. How do we think thankfully? Well, with our mind, with our heart, with our soul, and with our spirit. These are the ways. This is the way. With our mind. Well, it says in Psalm. 100 psalm 100 verse 4 we need to think thankfully with our mind of course because i'm gonna tell you something as i said a while ago no matter how you're feeling physically if in your mind you say i feel bad today you're gonna feel bad if in your mind you're saying man i'm the worst i'm the worst your whole body and your soul and everything is going to make you feel like garbage have you ever felt like that But you can change it around with your soul and your spirit. I'm telling you, you can. You can. Listen to what it says in Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Go with prayer. Go with praising. Why do you think we start with music? Why do you think it's important to start it off right? Get your spirit a-kicking get it going be thankful with your mind and that affects the spirit and that affects the soul that affects the heart affects everything everything with the heart as i said it affects everything colossians chapter 3 verse 15. i love the book of colossians well let's be honest i love just about every book but that's 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 a good thing it's a good thing you can find good in just about everything Well, because Colossians is written by Peter. Hello, I meant to say Paul. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Let the peace of God, to which also you are called in one body, rule in your hearts, and be thankful. And be thankful. Pastor, it's hard to be thankful when you feel heartbroken. I know it is. I know it is. You're talking to someone who's been so heartbroken before, I didn't feel like living anymore and I'm not joking I'm not putting on I felt like ending things I prayed to God to take me home maybe you've done the same maybe you felt like it was a mistake for you to be alive but folks God doesn't make a mistake and neither should you if you feel that way pray to God to erase the sorrow by being thankful for every breath you take. Remember, God is with you. God can build up the soul. He can build up the spirit. He can build up the mind and the heart by going to Him. I promise you, you're not alone. We need to go to the spirit. The spirit. And how do we do that? by praying and going to the Spirit, by letting the Holy Spirit guide you. Not the emotion, not the emotion. Because emotion comes and goes like the wind. Man, the emotion is a dangerous thing. It's a good thing God gave us the emotion, but I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million times since. God gave us emotion. He did not give us to the emotion. I'll say it again. He gave us emotion to control, but He did not give us two emotion. To, in other words, to control us. But so often we don't, we don't control our emotion, we let that emotion control us. We get angry, remember, what be angry and sin not? Too often, we get angry and throw fits, fits, and we don't control ourselves. What does it say in Philippians chapter 4? Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, oh, Remember, the Holy Spirit can help you through all things because the Holy Spirit, sometimes people misteach what the Holy Spirit is. It's a part of God. God knows that we need strength and help. Remember, Jesus spoke about it right before he left, right before he ascended. You're not alone, he said. and He he spoke about it before that. At the Last Supper, he spoke about it to the disciples. Don't worry. There's one coming who's going to help you. Holy Spirit helps us so much. All we got to do is listen. Be quiet and listen. And be thankful. Philippians chapter 4, 4 through 7. And Paul says this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is a hand. Do not be anxious about anything. Okay, so we get anxious. We get nervous. But. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. It'll take care of us. It will guard us. It'll protect us. It will lead us. It will guide us. It will take care of everything. Sometimes we say, I'm only human. I've said it many times over. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not anymore. You're not only human. If you're only human, you got a problem. Either you don't know Jesus Christ, or you're not listening to Christ. You're not listening to the Holy Spirit. You're only listening to the human side, and that's a problem. Many, 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 many Christians are doing that. And I know we listen to the flesh. But you don't have to. You're choosing to. You're listening to the loudest voice. But here's the thing. It's only loud because you've chosen not to listen. You ever put on headphones and you're blocking out all the other voices? Folks, listen to the headphones of the Holy Spirit. Block out the voices around you. Put on that prayer. Put on the Bible. Block it out. Block it out. I've done it before where people around me hurt me. I put on the headphones because, listen, I have problems you like, oh, we knew that. No, I have problems with, with my head because I, I have seizure problems sometimes. Sometimes there's too much noise, especially Christmas time, which is a horrible thing because I love Christmas. But if there's too much noise, it could cause problems for me. So I'll take my headphones, I'll put them on or in, depending on which headphones I'm wearing, I'll put them in there and I'll block the noise around me and I'll just listen to praying or praising or Christmas soft Christmas music and it doesn't bother me anymore and I'm okay, and I'm in my own little rhythm. That's how we have to be when we're praying. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Block the horrible, loud noise of the world around us. The rhythm of the Holy Spirit is gonna lead you and guide you, the rhythm is gonna get you, and it's gonna take you to what the Lord wants you to do. Amen? Amen, it's what we need to be. Colossians 3.17, Colossians 3.17 and whatever you do in word or deed Colossians 3:17 and whatever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him and it said before that Colossians 2:637 Colossians 2:637 It says, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, and abounding with thanksgiving. We need to be thankful through all things. And that's so so difficult sometimes. But folks, when you have your eyes on Christ, Through all things, when the clouds come upon you and you're putting your mind on Jesus, you know it's going to be okay. When there are raindrops of difficulty coming on you, raindrops, I I personally don't like the rain. I know it's necessary, but it, it gives me headaches. I know that it's necessary, but man, when the raindrops come and I'm wearing my glasses, which I always am, and the raindrops come and they get in my glasses, that's obnoxious, it's obnoxious there's raindrops of sorrow and it starts hitting in my glasses and that's the sorrow of of the world and and sadness and it's hitting all over the place you need to grab that umbrella of thankfulness of thanksgiving of the lord god and block it all because it will it will help you this is how you can be thoroughly thinking thankfully always keep the lord jesus in your mind Keep them in your heart. Keep them in your soul and keep them in your spirit. As the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you to be thankful through all times, through the good, through the hard and the bad, keep them with you thoroughly throughout your life, counting all the blessing God has given you, thoroughly thinking of him. And with that, as we are thanking God and thinking about thanking God, I will close with 1st Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. Here we go. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. While you're looking that up, I want to say this. Whatever you're going through at home, if you're going through difficult times, maybe, maybe you're going through difficult times because you've had sin in your life. And it's hard for you to think about serving Him because you continue to think on the difficulties of your life. I told you a while ago to look back, to reminisce, to reminisce in your mind, to have a be realistically religious, as some would say, to reminisce on these things. But I'm talking about counting your blessings, not counting your cursings, so to speak, to counting the hard times and the sin. Yes, through all the hard times, God has been with you. He's helped you through those times. He's erased the sin, if you've asked Jesus in your heart. You don't need to keep kicking yourself in the the teeth. You don't need to continue to look at those times and say how bad you are. Be thankful that God has erased that from you. If you keep remembering those things and you can't remember a time that you've asked Jesus Christ to wash away your sins, be thankful that God has now shown you that and you need to ask Jesus to save you from your sins. Or maybe you remember doing that, but you've not been living as you should thoroughly being thankful to God and living for Him. Today's a day where you can live for Him and live for Him forevermore. Be thankful that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you today. He speaks to me every day and every day I'm thankful and I, I think to Him and thank Him for show me new things that need to be changed. That's every day. You know, that's how it needs to be. We need to wash up every day, and to change every day. And that's how God is with us spiritually. And we can be thankful for that, that the Holy Spirit shows us what needs to be changed. I'm thankful for it. I hope you are too. If any of you need to come forward today, today's the day, so we can continuously think thankfully. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let us now bow in prayer. Dear, precious Heavenly Father, Lord God, Father, I pray that you will show us our hearts, that you will show us our souls, You show us our minds and change it all so that we will live by the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us today not to be controlled by our emotions, but to be controlled by the Spirit. I pray, Lord God, there are things that need to be changed in our lives to change the way that we think so that we can be thankful continuously. I pray you show us that. Lord, I know that we can be thrown about by the wind of this world. But I pray we do that no longer. I pray that you will help us each and every day and every moment of it. And I thank you so very much for the wonderful gifts that you have given us through your Son. I pray from this moment on we change our attitudes and our gratitudes. I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, that you help us from this moment on and that we will live thoroughly for you. And Jesus must. Hev- Jesus, in your heavenly name, we pray these things. Amen. Amen.